0: Well, good
1: morning. Welcome to Network Talks on another wonderful Wednesday. We are so excited to be back in the studio again with our normal crew. So uh, this morning we, uh, we've got with us uh, our uh, co-host, Ms. Tonya Rivers, uh, Mr. Gerald Barnes, and many of you are probably used to that uh, high-energy voice of Ms. Jada Williams who is uh, actually celebrating her daughter today, so she won't be here uh, this morning, but uh, I'll be sitting in for her as uh, one of the co-hosts uh, for the show. And then we also have with us no other than our master builder and NABWIC founder herself, Miss Ann McNeil. So she'll be coming on in a minute. But listen, we are just really, really excited about this week and this entire month because we've been focusing in on moms. You know, we kind of thought about the off of course, on um, Mother's Day, but all month long we've been celebrating Moms in Construction. And today we've got a really, really special guest. We'll tell you a little bit more about her in just a second. Um, but we're going to see if... um our master builder herself, Miss Ann McNeil, is in the studio. Good morning, Miss yes. Ann. Yes,
2: yes, yes, yes. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Jackie. How are you
1: this morning? Hey, listen, I have to turn this on, you, Anne. If I were any better, I'd be you. <laughs> and that would make
2: two. Awesome, <laughs> awesome, awesome, Ann McNeil's this morning. But Jackie. I want to just remind everybody that as the voice of this industry, not just the voice of black women in construction, we are so excited and honored, especially today, to hear from our special guest, Ms. Yolanda. Um, And when you think about the fact that construction touches every single thing, every single thing that we can even imagine, even the Items that goes inside of buildings like furniture oftentimes we look around and we say okay I have nothing to do with construction you know I sell water I sell furniture I sell technology well construction uses all of that and I'm excited to hear your story this morning Alonda because in reading your bio it is a really good indication that as you have parlayed many of the different activities inside of construction you are providing such an awesome service to your clients by providing the need and feeling it. And so I just want to encourage all of our members, our guests, our sponsors, and those who are listening to please remember to comment, like, and share this show. Actually, while she's speaking, if you are joining us in the studio, please just raise your hand. Let us know if you have a question. But Jackie, I just want to also ask... Everybody who's listening to our YouTube comment, like, and share that show because we are very excited about Thursday, the 25th of May, as we host
0: our billion-dollar luncheon
2: in aviation again. Last month was so very exciting that we had to do it again. And so one of the special highlights of this Thursday, the 25th of May, is that we will be honoring... One of my heroes, even even though she's younger than me, Ms. Shelby Scales, who in the Biden administration was over the entire United States for the Ossubu for Transportation, And uh, it has just been an awesome opportunity to work with her, and it's going to be very exciting to honor her. Mm-hmm. But today we're honoring you, Yolanda. So we just want to just uh, make sure that Lottie Dottie, as Les Brown says, and everybody, uh, gets to hear your story. And so Jada, as always, let's get this party started.
1: Absolutely. And we are so certainly ready. Uh Again, thank you so much, Ann. So yeah, we know that the construction industry has been skewed predominantly in favor of males, and that's been the case for decades. But NAVIC has been incredibly grateful to the powerful women that we've talked to on this show who's given us insights into what it's like to be a, not just a woman, but a black woman in construction. But what if you are a black woman and a mom in construction? You know, what's what that like? So today we're going to find out a little bit about that more as we talk to our special guests Uh, Miss Yolanda Higdon, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about her and you'll be hearing from her right after this
0: commercial. press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. And ABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash n-a-b-w-i-c thank you and we're back yes and we are back and again
1: really 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 with excitement because of our special guest on today so um, I'm going to read a little bit about her bio but first I just want to just say good morning Yolanda how are you this morning Good morning, Jackie. I'm great. Oh, good. Well, we are really, really, really excited to have you as another powerhouse on the show this morning. And uh, I'm going to try to do justice and just tell our folks a little bit about you, but we are so uh, excited and we're eagerly anticipating hearing from you as well. So Yolanda Higdon is the CEO 2022 Enterprising Women of the Year Champion. And with over 30 years of experience managing construction and relocation projects, she assists clients in moving seamlessly from existing to newly constructed and renovated facilities, and that's no small feat. Yolanda is a powerhouse, as we've already said. Her client-driven approach as an executive focuses on activation and move logistics, as well as transition planning of operations. This results in an integrated plan that eliminates schedule and budget tags and pitfalls. Yes, she's a mom. She's a minority uh, business owner. Uh, She's been featured on iHeartRadio on their M&T Bank CEO's uh, You Should Know podcast. So uh, she's no stranger to the mic. So we want to go ahead and bring her on. But first, we want to, as Anne said, have you go out there, you know, like us, uh, join the podcast. Also get your paper and pencil because she's gonna be dropping some golden nuggets and you don't want to miss that. So once again, good morning, Yolanda. How are you this morning?
3: Good morning, I'm terrific. How about yourself?
1: Hey, I am doing well, especially since you're our special guest this morning. So, listen, I've read a little bit about you, um, and, of course, that wouldn't uh, and couldn't do you justice. But if you would, Yolanda, this morning, can you just tell our audience a little bit more about your background and how you got started in this industry? Okay,
3: absolutely. Um, My background is in design, so what I was doing after I graduated from Howard. With the interior design degree, I just knew I was going to be the interior designer for the world, and I was going to be doing Oprah's houses and all kinds of things like that that didn't happen. So I had to face reality, and I got a government job doing facilities design, which was extremely boring, and I just wasn't feeling it. So I was moving around and just looking for my next thing, and I was um, got on a project where um, the office that I was working for was actually going to be relocating, and they put that assignment they gave that assignment to myself um i'm like i don't have a clue what to do or how i'm going to handle it but then i thought you know what it's a it's a project so just manage a your project you're a pmp so just manage the project and that's what i did and i absolutely fell in love with it jackie i loved it from from the beginning to the end i loved handling the inventory of everything that needed to move um hiring the move company Facilitating the move, making sure that we never lost our operations, that we were already always up and running and able to do our everyday work, and I, and then the end result, it, the actual move itself, it was just awesome. I mean, I, I never stopped and never looked back from there.
1: Wow, that is great. Now you mentioned one of the things too. You know, you kind of, you know, uh, were really excited, like you got the adrenaline flowing, putting all these pieces together. You just mentioned PMP. Uh, can you tell our audience a little bit more? What, what is that? Oh, I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> I'm so used to using these little acronyms, but the PMP is the Project Management Professional, and you get certified as such by taking exams and um, you know just taking the exam and making sure that you have the experience to back it up.
1: Okay, great. And I, I thought so, but I just wanted you to tell our uh, audience uh, that as well, because in your line of of work. I imagine there might be special uh, skill sets or, again, things that would help enable you or things that you've done to help hone your skills to be able to flourish in this industry. So are there any uh, resources or even advice that you could share with us that helped you along your journey in this arena?
3: Sure. Um, Some of the advice I received a lot was just to never, just never give up. Just follow what it your plan. Make a plan and follow your plan. So I was always taught that. And planning is a big portion of what we do, what what services we offer. So that's a great resource that I had. And also, I used the uh, the PMP certification to relocate or to actually locate uh, other PMs that's looking to work with my my company. So we are in search for construction managers as well as other PMPs to work for um, HH Logistics Planning.
1: Oh, okay, great. Now, in your bio, we read that, you know, you've got over 30 years managing uh, construction projects and uh, doing renovations and things like that. So, Again, I know that means that, again, you are a powerhouse in your industry, but is there anything that you wish you'd known uh, when you started out? Hmm.
3: Yes, there's a lot of things I wish I had known before that I know now, um, such as when you're in a room full of construction managers and they want to see what your worth is or why you're there why why are you at the table when you're doing relocation management um i have to be able to teach them and make them understand that hey i'm i'm here to augment your services you know you can have six construction companies going after one project but what makes them different from the other ones is that they can offer they can augment the services that we they can add us as an added service and what we can do is just provide the logistical support which would enable them to in, you know, augment their standard services with the logistics team who will come in and work with their clients to do inventory, barcoding, disassembling, packing, loading, transporting, warehousing, storing, all kinds of construction items that either have to be off-site because they don't want them to have get damaged, as well as the client's FF&Es, and that's furniture, fixtures, and equipment, get those things off-site, house them, store them when construction's finished, we bring those things back, and we reassemble everything that came out of the building, um, we put them back. So that's a service that, that can differentiate that construction company from
1: another. Wow. And that's something that you don't often think about, again, when you're thinking about the whole construction arena. Like Ann said, sometimes we kind of just think about the people on the roof, <laughs> you know, or the people jackhammering on the ground. Uh, But thank you, yeah, for for painting that that picture. And I got one other question before we we take a a short break, too. So, again, in this area that you're in, it's it's a little bit uh, different, and and you're challenging us to uh, think about uh, careers in another uh, uh, way when it comes to construction. So what advice would you give to a young woman who's thinking about a career in construction?
3: I would tell her, think outside of the box, like you just said. Just think of other ways. There's always different ways inside of something. You can always look around the corner and see another angle or or something like that. Just, just think outside of the box. What else can you bring to the project? What can you bring to the table that's not already there? So I would tell them to definitely just, just think about other ways of doing things. Don't always go with the standard quote.
1: All right. Great, great. Well, listen, we are so, again, Uh, intrigued by what you do and um, everything that you've done, especially in your uh, 30-year career. So we want to hear more, and we want to hear more from your perspective as a mom. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to come back. We're talking with Yolanda Higdon, who is the president and CEO of HH Logistics Planning LLC. And so we'll be right back after this short commercial.
4: My name is Dina Neely. I'm a licensed electrical contractor. I'm founder and CEO of Detroit voltage. I am a member of the Detroit chapter and I kind of stumbled upon, um, NABWIC or was introduced to NABWIC early on when I first started my company. And it's really been a wonderful journey. Um, I love being able to communicate with like-minded women. I mean, it's one thing to be a woman in construction, but it's a very unique thing to be a black woman in construction. And being a part of this organization has really been helpful in helping to grow and navigate through growing a construction business. And of course, our fearless leader, Ms. Anne, Um, She's always a wealth of knowledge and being able to pull from her has been um, invaluable. And so um, one of the things that I'm super duper proud about being a woman in construction is having a part of the revitalization of my community and being able to take my children along for the journey and again my name is dina neely and i celebrate women in construction
1: all right well once again we are back and we are talking to ceo and president of hh logistics planning miss yolanda higdon uh so yolanda Um, We're going to also invite those that are listening, if you have a question or perhaps a comment that you'd like to interject, you can press 1 on your phone, and we'll see your hand, and you can join the studio, and we'll bring you in, and you can ask your question uh, and join the conversation. So, uh, Yolanda, welcome back. Um, So, you told us a lot about what you do uh, as president and CEO of HH Logistics uh, Planning, let's talk about uh, some of the other roles that you have. Will you describe what it's like being a mom in this industry? And what obstacles, if any, exist and that you've had to overcome? So
3: um, early on, when, when, when I first started out, I had a lot of juggling to do because I had three kids at the time I started doing this, this work. And like you know we they were young, but luckily, I had both my mom and my husband were around to help but now my my kids are all college graduates and grown, so those obstacles have been removed now, I struggle with trying to teach them about the services my business provides because I want to leave a legacy, and I want them to start knowing what I do, knowing the the services that we provide, and getting really interested and excited like I am, and passionate about the business because I want to leave this as a legacy to them.
1: Great, great. And uh, we have uh, one of our uh, hosts, Ursula, who uh, captures uh, the stories for people who have uh, done, you know, wonderful things like like yourself. And she is really big on uh, legacy, as we all are, because that is something that we like to build and create for those that are, are coming behind us. So I know as a mom, that's something that we want to do and, and, and leave for our, our kids. But what would you say to uh, Yolanda? What would you describe as uh, the biggest accomplishment in your career so far, or something that you are very proud of and you'd like your kids to, you know, give the hand clap for? It? <laughs>
3: um, so far, I've been able to stay in this business for as long as I have. And going to continue to do so as well. But early on, I was told, "Oh, that's not really a business." "Oh, that's Are you sure?" You know, all the negatives and things in my ear. So my biggest accomplishment is so far is to ignore those naysayers and ignore the negative, and just look forward, pushing past that, and just pushing through it, and remembering that all as well.
1: Oh wow, that that is great. And listen, one of the things that happens with these podcasts is that you get really comfortable and start having fun, and, you know, you look up at the clock, and it's like, oh, wow, it's almost time to go listen. But before, we got a couple more questions, but before I just entirely take over uh, the interview, uh, I'd like to bring on one of our other co-hosts, Mr. Gerald Barnes. How are you doing, Gerald? I know you're over there. Always
5: wonderful.
1: (laughs) Um,
5: so you're back hey, with y'all. It's always hey, wonderful.
1: Hey, I know it is. Isn't it is wonderful, especially with a special guest like this one. But uh, Jill, did you have a question or comment?
5: Well, comment definitely. Um, being in the industry of uh, construction and doing things that are unique to construction, I just listened to a woman express how construction can be. Outside, yes, indeed, but the logistics and the things that she does inside, that's truly construction as well. And I applaud her for taking that step out to really show that how the construction industry is inclusive, not exclusive. And hats, hands up, high five, every other thing that can be possibly put together to you, Yolanda, and keep on doing great work.
1: Thanks so much, Joe. Thank you, Gerald, and also Yolanda. Uh, we've got one of our other co-hosts, Ms. Tonya, on the uh, in the studio as well. Uh, so, Tonya, go ahead.
6: Yes. Good morning, Yolanda. Um, Thank so you. Grateful ha- yeah, so great to have you on here today. Um, I want you to touch on a little bit um, about your experience. So we talked about how you created this niche in this industry for something that is so important, it's so important to our owners, to the general contractors. Um, to your partner subcontractors because it's a a really needed service and it's something that, you know, a lot of owners, they just don't want to deal with, so they need the the help. And um, I commend you for thinking about that. But give us a little bit of insight onto that day when you said, you know what, let me me do this on my own because it's not easy. Being an entrepreneur is not easy. And I'm sure it took a lot from you to actually take that jump. And so speak to us a little bit about that process.
3: Okay, I can definitely do that. So I worked for a construction company. It was called Gilbane Building Services, and I worked there for fifteen years. And I watched how things were things work. I watched all the construction managers and how they work. And at the same time, I was getting familiar with what I was doing, which was the move management portion of it, and how the two can intertwine. So I did that for fifteen years. And at some point, we started the company started losing. Um, contracts to small business owners, minority owners, and those types of women-owned business. And I was like, hey, I'm all of those things. I can do this. I can still do what I like and what I really enjoy, but I can do it for myself. So I went to the powers that be with my attorney. We sat down, and we talked about how this could be a win-win for both the construction company I was working for as well as myself. And I walked away from that meeting with three contracts under my belt right off the start, right off the start. So it was perfect, and I never looked back since, and I have a great relationship with the company that I previously worked for.
6: I love that. That is not a message and a testimony because, you know, first of all, you had to know your worth, and you also walk to the table and you ask those questions that I think a lot of us are afraid to ask because we think that we're, we're rocking the boat. But you presented it like, look, let, let me help you, and I just – I commend them also for giving you that opportunity and look, like you said, you never look back and all of these years later, you're successful, successful. So thank you for sharing that story with us. Oh,
3: no problem. Thanks for asking.
1: Yeah, thank you. And that is, as you said, another way of uh, thinking out of the box too. You know, so a lot of times we have to look at um, uh, situations, uh, what you can define as a a problem and go like, oh yeah, you know, is there a solution for this and how can I solve it? It sounds like you solved a great need there, and that your uh, former employers actually had an opportunity to benefit from that. So that's really great. Yeah, thanks. Well, listen, let me. Um, in fact, uh, just been checking, and we do have one um, question. Um. Someone wants to know about the challenges that comes with being a woman and a mom in a male dominated industry. Uh, I think you touched on that a little bit before, but do you have anything else to add to that?
3: The only thing I would add to is just just come strong, come strong to all of the meetings again, let them know what you're worth and why you're there. Educate them as to what you bring to the table. And, yes, I am a woman, and, yes, I am a mom, but I also have all of these other things that I can bring to you, to the table and do for your company and enhance your services. You just have to let them know, and that's not going tell anyone. All, the worst thing that somebody can tell you is no. But just go ahead and ask the question.
1: All right. Thank you. And speaking of what you bring to the table, um, What do you think your unique skills are that helped you become so successful over these 30 years?
3: I think just being empathetic to my clients, just understanding, putting myself in their shoes and knowing that this is something that's all new for them and they don't have a clue how to do it, just making them comfortable with what we're going to do for them and how we're going to allow them to sleep at night.
1: All right. Well, there you heard it. Being empathetic, putting, make sure you put yourself in your uh, customer shoes because customer excellence, customer service is still uh, the number one thing. And obviously, uh, bringing the uh, skill sets that uh, Yolanda has been able to bring over the years, uh, whether it's through getting you know certified as a, a PMP, but being able to hone your skills is really, really important. And and it looks like that's exactly what she's been able to do that caused her to become so successful over these many years. So, uh, Yolanda, as we wind down this interview, I am wondering, are you ready for the hard question? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Well, share with us what you're reading right now. What's your favorite book or or, or author Uh anything in particular you're reading currently?
3: So right now I'm reading a book called Yes, You Are Able, and it's by one of my foe sisters, Teresa Harrison, and she just wrote this book, and she's an award-winning author, and I'm just starting the book myself. So I'm
1: excited to pick this up and start reading over my summer break. Okay. So, yes, you are able, and you said the author is Teresa Harrison? Harrison. Okay, Harrison. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we have to add that to that week's book club list because we like to uh, keep that list going to give our listeners resources uh, for, you know, just growing and developing and getting better at what they do. So thank you so much for sharing. And is there any last thing that you'd like to leave with our listeners out there? Any thoughts or comments? Hmm.
3: My last thoughts? that I can think of, again, is just
1: never give up. Just never give up on your dreams. We can do it. Hey, well, Yolanda, we have to add that as a hashtag too. Hashtag never give up. I love it. (laughs) I love it. All right. Well, listen, this has been so wonderful. Thank you for taking time out, again, from your busy schedule as an entrepreneur, as a mom, as a planning person, all of those things. Uh, to join us on NABWIC Talks today. It certainly has been great. Uh, We wish you well. And we say to our audience, uh, please do join us again um, on next Wednesday as we have another uh, episode of our NABWIC Talks. And don't forget to go to our website. Check us out, nabwic.org, and uh, go to our events uh, menu, and you can check out all the events that will be coming up. Ann mentioned earlier that tomorrow will be our billion-dollar luncheon in uh, aviation opportunities, so you can join us for that virtual uh, luncheon uh, and hear about all the other luncheons that are coming up. And you can also see that we are going to be having a residential construction roundtable for those people who Um, on the residential side, there's something for you that's going to be happening on uh, Tuesday, June 20th. So mark your calendar calendar for that. But anyway, we're just looking forward to seeing everybody. Thank you for joining us and Yolanda. It has certainly been a pleasure and we look forward to talking to you later on. Thank
0: you so much. Thank you.
1: Yes, it hurts. <sighs> all right. Thank you all for. you wanna I'll go ahead and start then. Yeah, I was saying anybody wanna start out first? Ros- yeah.
0: You look muted. Unmute yourself. Put it in twice. Unmute yourself.
3: No has <sighs> gone, he's